GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Kill it. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of The Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I am joined by my own personal Ada Wong and Jill Valentine, Hovercraft Joe, and the Sphinx. They're not even in this movie, are they? No, but that's okay. Okay, because in my mind they are. I'm not. I'm I'm not a Resident Evil expert, but I'm pretty sure those were characters that we did not see watching this movie. That's all right. When we watch the sequel, you'll see them. Well, okay. So, (laughs) a a couple a couple of things. We've reached the, the the last week of video game movie month. Uh, Sphinx is back. He luckily somehow managed to duck out on watching Super Mario Bros. <laughs> and Double Dragon, but he's now, back now. I, I will tell you, I was fully set up to watch those movies, uh, and then it just it didn't work in my schedule that I was going to be able to make it to that recording session. I did not listen to the episodes, but just based on the Discord banter and the banter between the Legend of Retro guys and us, apparently I really, I dodged an atom bomb is what it sounds I, like. I think Super Mario Brothers got zero stars from almost everybody except for maybe LPJ. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was bad. Of, cor- was bad. of course LPJ would give it something. Oh, no, I only gave it half a machine it. gun. Oh, uh, okay. Well, But that, that was just because I like Bob Hoskins. And I do, I have the DVD, like I bought it, I was all, because that's the only way you could watch it, right? Yeah, I'm sure you guys right. talked about it on the episode. Yep. Like, I bought the, the DVD, but it's never yep, watched it, it, so. So, we're closing out yeah. video game month, video game movie month, with uh, 2002 Resident Evil. The original Resident Evil, which is funny, because I know we've talked about this before, LPJ has been trying to get the Resident Evil movies on this podcast since, I don't know, day one. <laughs> I have, I have been. So this movie is released on March 12, 2002. And LPJ, why don't you kind of tell us your uh, background of this movie? Sure. Um, So it started, I I remember seeing in, when when the game Resident Evil 2 came out, there was a contest that uh, you could enter to be a background extra or something with the Resident Evil movie they were making. It took them a while to finally make it, but they did kind of that did kind of come to fruition. Um, so I'd been waiting for for a while for the Resident Evil movie to came out to come out, and then um, so they finally make this in two thousand two, and uh, I don't remember if I don't think we went and saw it in the theater, um, but I, I definitely I, I can tell you I didn't see it in the theater because this is my first time watching it. Yeah, so we definitely I definitely rented it at some point and watched it and. Spoiler alert, yeah, this movie's not great, but it's, for whatever reason, this series, uh, it doesn't take itself terribly seriously, and it's it, and, and it's kind of like the Fast and Furious series, where they know what they are, and they lean into it, and it just keeps getting more and more ridiculous, and I just appreciate that for some reason, and I've always liked this series of movies, even though, yes objectively they're not very good but i for whatever reason this movie and this series is always connected with me and i enjoy watching them 
Um, so that's why I've always wanted to get this series, starting with this movie, on the podcast. Well, what is there, like, literally, like, four or five sequels to this movie? There's six movies, yeah. Jesus. Uh, Sphinx, what about you? Um, you know, I only know Resident Evil through the video games, but I've never played the video games. I've always wanted to. Um, and I remember Resident Evil 2 was really the, the one that put the franchise on the map, right? I never hear anyone ever talk about the first video game. Oh, I had the um, original. I had the, I had, I, had the, I had the original one on PS1. I remember okay. I played it. Um, can make it all the way to the end, but can never beat the final boss. Anyways, go ahead. Interesting. Um, and then I read that this this movie was very loosely based on a combination of the first two games. But yeah. uh, this is my first time watching this movie. Uh, I've always known that it's existed. Um, you know, I've I've said it several times, maybe not on our episodes, but on the horror movie Nightmare on Last Action podcast, how you know I'm only kind of recently getting into the horror genre uh, these last few years and whether or not this is classified as horror or not, I personally thought it was. So it's always been a movie and a franchise that I have completely ignored. Um, and I'll just kind of leave it at that for right now. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah and, and as I said, I mean, I, I played the first video game. That's about it. And I, I've never seen this movie. I, I knew it was a franchise. I knew, you know, LPJ talks about it a lot. Um, but I had never sat down and watched it. Um, and, and this is my first time sitting down and watching the whole movie. I watched it on the Roku channel on my Roku for free. So uh, what's your guys experience then with the game series in general? Anything? I played the first one and I know they keep making them. That's about it. Yeah. I I've never played any of the games. I know there's like six of them, seven of them now. And I know that a lot of them are highly acclaimed. Yeah. Yeah, so I started playing, I think I played the first one at your house, Joe, a little bit, and then when the second one came out, I bought it and beat that, and then ended up going to buy the first one and, and beat that, and then Matt started, Chop started playing them, and then ever since then, we just kept buying all the Resident Evil games, so we've played probably every single one, and um, yeah, the most, re- the most recent versions of them are kind of reinvented, and uh, yeah, they're highly, highly acclaimed. Very, very good games. It's a great series. Yeah, I have, like, on my PS4, I think at one point, the second and the third remake yeah. was, like, a PS Plus. Yeah. So I ha- it's on my it's on my system. I just haven't played them yet. Yeah, so. I haven't played them yet either. I should probably go back and do that at some point. Uh, all right, well, let's talk about some of the numbers for this movie. Uh, it has a budget of $33 million. Uh, a domestic gross of $40 million and a worldwide of $102 million. Um, it's got a Rotten Tomatoes of 36 and an audience score of 67%. So pretty big difference between those numbers, which I guess makes enough sense. Yeah. Uh, You're the fanboys, right? Yes. Top grossing movies of 2002. Number one is Spider-Man. I don't know why I said it like that. Spider-Man. Uh, number two is The Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. And number three is Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones. Uh, this movie, Resident Evil, comes in 64th for the year. Other movies we had covered from 2002 are number 12, Die Another Day. Uh, number 15, Triple X. Number 21, The Born Identity. Number 32, Blade 2. And number 123, Half Past Dead. And also Equilibrium, which, if you remember, did not crack the top 200 uh, grossing movies of the year. The top three, those are huge movies. Like, I always forget how big 2002 was. Like, 
not just not just their big movies, but they're like big within the history of cinema. They're big movies. I saw all three of them opening night. Yeah, I think I did too, actually. With a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Um, so cast of this movie, all I got for this one are Mila Jovovich as Alice and Michelle Rodriguez as Rain. And the guy that played, uh, like, uh, was on James Arrow. Bond? The guy that was on Arrow as the dad. And I think that was a James Bond guy was, like, the team leader. I don't know what his name yeah. is. That's all, that's all I got. Um, Salmon. So. Yeah. Yeah. LBJ. Yeah, yeah I know ones. that Mila Mila is married to the director, Paul W. S. Anderson. Yep. So Do you get do you got anyone else, LPJ? Uh Eric Mabius is is uh he was played Matt. He's like a he's a character that shows up in a lot of stuff my wife watches. <laughs> <laughs> he's an actor that shows up in a lot of stuff my wife watches. Same with James Purefoy. Um he's another uh, English actor who shows up in a lot of different like period James dramas. James Purefoy, I think, was Julius Caesar on that HBO show Rome. Yeah, he was. I remember watching that show. Yep. Um, Jason Isaacs is uncredited in, the, in this. Uh, he plays the doctor in the mask at the end, and he's the voiceover guy. He's actually really good friends with the director, so he just kind of did it, I don't know, for free or whatever. Uh, but other than that, I don't yeah, I don't really recognize anybody else in this. <laughs> awesome. Um, okay, rolling into net worse, believe it or not, I only have a couple. Let's start with Michelle Rodriguez. She's got that sweet, sweet, fast and furious money, LBJ. What do you think for Michelle Rodriguez? She's got that sweet, sweet uh, blue crush money? Is that the, is that the, uh, is that the uh, surfing movie she was in? Doesn't matter. Yes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go twenty five million. Okay, uh, Sphinx. Um, I don't like the Fast and Furious movies, so I can't tell you anything else. I know Michelle Rodriguez in. Um, so you know that sweet, sweet Fast and Furious one, two, three. Doesn't she die and then come back to life in yes. one of the movies or some shit? Okay. That's correct. So, all right, cool. Um, I'll say ten million. Twenty-five million. Yeah, super fan. Uh, and then finally, uh, Mila Jovovich. Am I saying Jovovich right? Yeah, it sounds right. Sounds all right. right. She's got that sweet, sweet like eight thousand sequels <laughs> to this movie. Money. What do you think, Sphinx or Mila? I was going to say I, I saw she was in all the other movies, so I'll say. And then she's married to the director, so maybe there's that combination there. I'll give her twelve million. She's got that sweet, sweet Three Musketeers remake money. Uh, <laughs> wow! Yeah, that's another. I think that's another Paul W S Anderson film too. Um, I'm gonna go. I'll go thirty-five million. Eighty million dollars. Eighty million. Okay. Which, by the way, wow. One of the, Eighty one of the, million. Yeah, she's like a million. producer on all these. She makes a. She made a lot of money which, off these. Which one of these days? Speaking, speaking of the Three Musketeers, we got to do that Oliver Platt one. We do. I've been petitioning for that on this uh, podcast for a while. Anyways, um, okay. As uh, Sphinx mentioned, this movie is written and directed by Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, he makes a lot of movies, a lot of video game movies. Maybe question mark. I think he did the original Mortal Kombat, right? Yeah, he did a lot yeah. of. Yeah, he did the Mortal Kombat. He does a lot of yeah video game adaptations um 
He did. Uh, I'm actually pulling it up because I, I don't want to miss a. He did. He directed Event Horizon, which is one of my all-time favorite horror movies. I don't know if you've ever seen Event Horizon or not. Oh, he did Death Race. Didn't you guys do that episode one time without me? Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. He we did. did. That was one. Of, that was one of the first things I did as a uh, regular co-host. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's it's like he does. did Alien vs. Predator. Mm-hmm. That's why he didn't. Fil- that's why he didn't direct the second uh, Resident Evil movie. He's, he was filming Alien vs. Predator instead. Oh, mm-hmm. all right. I but guess yeah, recently he did Monster Hunter, which I know is a video game series. Yes. So, but the movie Monster Hunter he just did. Oh, and that has Mila Jovovich. Uh, Jovovich in it. A lot of these yeah. do. Like Three Musketeers, he directed. Mila Jovovich is in that. You know. Well, because they're like married with kids now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Married with children. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then uh, the music is by Marco Beltrami and Marilyn Manson. So, which is odd because I didn't think the music was particularly interesting. It just sounded like kind of like club 90s, like techno, like. Dun, 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 yeah, dun, that's dun. Really the credits. The credits had a Marilyn Manson theme to it kind of more metally not that i listened to marilyn manson but that, that'd be my bet was that he probably did the credits uh, maybe he did some other stuff i don't know i think this i remember the soundtrack being kind of a big deal um, you know at the same time you got trent reznor winning oscars for that pixar movie soul which yeah. is a jazz movie and you know he's obviously not have, you a see, have you seen jazz it? artists yeah it's pretty good yeah i like soul yeah it's not bad it's cute yeah haven't seen That's it. definitely uh, not Resident Evil, though. No, not even a little. <laughs> haven't seen it. Um, anything that you want to mention? Eh, there's technically undead in that movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, anything you guys want to mention before we start walking through the plot of this? Um, I saw that uh, George A. Romero was really tied to this franchise, possibly for a bit, and then he kind of pulled out of it. So it was like in the late 90s. He even kind of had a script written. Uh, and then for whatever reason, things just kind of fell apart. Yeah, this movie had a lot of starts Who's famous stops. for Night of the Living Dead and, you know, a lot of classic horror movies. Yeah, you, yeah, this movie did have a lot of kind of starts and stops. It took him a little while to get it going. Um, uh, I did I see that there was that. a plot idea that was not going to have the Umbrella Corporation in it. Or stars? I don't know what stars is. Stars LPJ, is you know the, what stars is? Yeah, it's like the um, it's the uh, the re- the um, uh, Raccoon City like special forces. Okay, so they weren't going to have any of them, and I guess the original idea was that the first SWAT team was killed, and so this group was going to be the second SWAT team that was supposed to go in and kind of see what happened. And then they were going to find out that they were going to become like specimens of the experiments they were doing in the hive. So that was an original idea. I don't know if that's truer to the video game or if this plot kind was of. truer to the video game. Because, like, well, this plot really doesn't have anything to do with the video game. The first no, video game no. takes place completely in a um, in a mansion. Like, there's no hive underneath it. Uh, okay. And um, it's about. Uh, there's a new poli- there's a new uh, like new recruit to stars who shows up mm-hmm. after the apocalypse the kind of zombie apocalypse breakout has already happened and oh, he okay. sort of follows the trail to um, to investigate what's happened at this at this uh, mansion 
facility. Okay, yeah. so this so the movie actually almost acts more like a prequel to the game. It is, yeah. It's That's very much, are? yeah. This is kind of they yeah. originally titled originally we're gonna title this uh, Resident Evil Ground Zero, and then have it actually act as a prequel to the the following movies. Oh, and I saw that they changed the name because it was right after nine eleven. Right. So they they thought Ground Zero would not be a a good marketing name for a movie, which probably, is probably a not. smart call. There's a lot of yeah. stuff that changed. I, I forgot how much stuff changed, like midstream after nine eleven, like the Jimmy Eat World album yeah. changed their title. This obviously changed. Spider Man, the whole Spider Man. They whole had to bit. re-edit a bunch of it. Yeah, it's true. So. Uh, I did also read that this is this is a random IMDb fact. This is James Cameron's biggest guilty pleasure. Well, it makes sense. Avatar sucks. So um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I just want to. I, I don't I'm like Avatar. I'm not a fan. Uh, I will also say. Sorry, one last thing. So I watched this on Hulu. Yeah. And on Hulu, it said it was TV 14, but this very much is rated R, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is definitely. So how how is Hulu advertising this as TV fourteen? I wonder if maybe I saw something different from everyone else. I I, but I mean there were boobs and there was a lot of blood and whatnot and a lot of f bombs. So I was kind of surprised with that rating on Hulu. Well, you you, why did you watch with your kids? Hell no. Oh, just making sure. (laughs) I'm just making sure. They're not. I mean, I did. I'm not my. I, I'm not my dad. You I mean, know, I, like I did. We sat around. We, we sat around as a family and watched this. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> yeah, they're probably having nightmares of demons in their heads right now. Yeah, they are, they usually do. <laughs> okay, oh, are we ready to start the plot? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I guess. I don't, it's a All weird right. segue, but sure. So this. Oh, taglines. Like- taglines. <laughs> You know, this might be my new favorite thing when I come back out of the show is just to interrupt Hovercraft Joe right at the right moment. All right. <laughs> Please, with the taglines. Uh, I actually kind of like the first one. Uh, a secret experiment, a deadly virus, a fatal mistake. Well, I don't like no? that, but anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not like it because you don't like me right now or because you don't like the tag? Oh, line? Sphinx, I always <laughs> like I always like you, Sphinx. Ooh, he's lying. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh last one is Survive the Horror. That one sucks. Yeah, that was not great. That was it? That was just that's, two? That's just the two. Wow, they could come up with anything better than that. You know, like, you know, maybe borrow something from one of the video games or something, yeah. but they did not. I don't know. Maybe, maybe next, maybe next week when we talk about taglines, there'll be like fifteen of them. Who knows? Uh, <laughs> spoiler. Well, how can you spoil the future? I don't know. I'm just saying maybe. Um, Good call. Okay, so this movie starts off with like a opening crawl and a voiceover talking all about the Umbrella Corporation and how. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They do a lot of shit. <laughs> they they make a lot of shit, but also like in secret, they do a lot of like experiments and stuff like that. Right. All that it made me think is, is this like Amazon? That's what Tesla? I was thinking too. I, I could, I could think like this could be Elon Musk shit right yeah. here. This movie, like he's, he's buying Twitter to show a different face. Meanwhile, he's got a fucking hive buried underneath some city. Could be. I don't like it. I don't could like be. it at all. 
Um, so uh, after that, we get like we're in a lab. We see someone take these samples, and then they have one thing of the virus, and they throw it, and it breaks, and the virus gets loose. Uh, and we're in like this facility, and the facility goes in lockdown, and people think it's like a fire drill. Uh, but they start getting like locked in rooms, and the elevators start dropping. And then I'm gonna they, say like, people die in a lot of different ways. We got some people being flooded. Uh, you know, being so they, gassed. Yeah, gas, the, the elevator decapitation, and then the elevator dropping. Those are pretty intense. Yeah. Um, so I appreciated the, you know. The, the variety of kills? You The variety of deaths sure. to start. You don't want to get bored from all the death. You know, you want to be, you want to do a little spice, a little spice in your death. You know, I'll tell you what, maybe showing my cards a little bit here. The deaths in this movie are all pretty unique, I would say. Yeah, they're not bad. Yeah. I Happy. <laughs> so okay, so then we cut to Mila. Jo- jo- you can just say Mila. Just call her Alice. Yeah, Alice. Mila. Alice. She's Alice. Uh, passed out, naked in a shower for some reason. We don't know why. Um, Isn't that a song from Jewel? Passed out, naked on the floor or in the. N- no. No. I don't know. No. You know, I don't some, know. Jewel Super fan, you tell us. I, <laughs> I don't. Isn't there I, some nineties? Alternative song about laying naked. Oh, laying naked on the floor. What's that song? I'm a little late. Something isn't real. I'm just making up lyrics. Lying naked on the floor. You know what I'm talking about? Wow. Okay, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a. Uh, oh, you know what? Ah! I wanted. To, I wanted to give Strings a hard time, but that's um, torn by Natalie and Brulia. Uh, All right, there we go. Okay, so she wakes <laughs> what up. It's um, happening right now. She. <laughs> She wakes up. Uh, she ha- she has like amnesia. She can't remember anything. She's got like a. Dr- she goes into her bedroom. She's got like a drawer full of guns. Uh, she wanders around a mansion, and then like a bunch of dudes like bust in. They all swing in through the windows, well, but it's like the first floor. Well, before we before we go to that, it's interesting seeing the way they shot. Um, it, it, obviously, Sphinx, you didn't play the game a whole lot. Joe, you played a little bit, but the whole game it's set with like set camera angles like the camera doesn't follow the character the character just sort of moves through a scene and the cameras are usually like in the top corners of of the of the of the the room like a like a third person almost like a security camera yeah right okay and that's how this whole like opening scene is shot like it's shot like like the gameplay would be and like the door creaks open very similarly to the transitions in the game. Um, it's kind of this whole opening sequence is sort of an homage to uh, the gameplay design in the actual games themselves. Nice. So the guys bust in. Um, uh, they they know who uh, Alice is, but she doesn't remember them. And then, like, I'm confused. The, the other guy... Like the guy who says he's a cop, he's there, but how does he get there? Like he's just there he's, in the mansion. He's kind of there. They don't yeah. say. He just kind of shows up. Okay. Uh, and so, like, so this commando crew, whatever, they're there. Michelle Rodriguez is part of them. And I was like, I'm, oh yeah, Michelle. Michelle you find Rodriguez out. Is in you movie. find out later why he's there, but yeah. it's not apparent. Right, when he, it's not apparent right there in the moment. Right, that's what I'm saying. So right. then they they like they go downstairs and there's I'm like there's a train. Like yeah, there's a train. They get on a train, um, they ride the train. They find a dude locked in like the back of the train, and he doesn't have memory either. Like he's got amnesia. So like, oh, what's going on? They find out they're taking the train to go to the hive. The hive is a top secret 
research facility that the Umbrella Corporation has, and it's under Raccoon City. So it's like all like way all these stories that go down from below the city, and that's where like we were at the beginning of the movie, um, where where like this incident takes place, right? Right. So, yeah. and, and then essentially the hive is run by an artificial intelligence called the Red Queen, right? Yeah, that's the security and, program on there. Yep. Yeah, so we kind of find out that she's what kind of shut everything down at the hive, if I get that right, correct? Right, and we also find out that she knew something was, you know, obviously, I would assume trying to contain the yes. virus that she realized was loose. Well, we also find out that Alice and the dude locked in the train, whose name I couldn't tell you if he had a gun to my head. Uh, uh, Spence? Spence, yes. That's I'm James Purefoy. Okay, so Alice and Spence, they uh, were, like, pretending to be a married couple and basically guarding the mansion because that was the only way to get to the train to get to the hive. And one of the defenses when they locked down everything was to, for some reason, use amnesia gas on them. I don't remember why that was so, one of the defenses. I'm kind of confused about the whole train thing. Like, you saw, you see all those people in the hive. Do they all go to the mansion to get on the train? No, they said that they live down there. They said that they're like there's like living quarters and stuff like that. Like they they live in the hive. They talk about so that. So then who's the train for? So I thought they lived in the city above the I thought they lived in Raccoon uh, City above it. No, I got the impression that they said that they lived in the hive. Oh. Honestly, I didn't catch I didn't catch You what know, they said. I guess none of that they really matters cuz they're all dead. Yeah, it that doesn't matter. True. Yep. Um so yeah, so they they enter the hive and like Swing said we we're, we they talk about the Red Queen, the artificial intelligence intelligence that runs it. Um, uh, but the Red Queen, they find out like she killed everyone in the hive. Like you said, she locked the place down and did yep. all the gas. Um, they they're like, hey, we got to get and shut her down. So they're like, hey, we're gonna cut through this dining hall. But they get to the dining hall and it's not a dining hall. There's like all these cages with weird shit in there. Um, they they so they get to the room and they're like, oh, okay, we're gonna go shut down the Red Queen. I like that little bit where like. All those lasers are coming, and they like. Oh cutting, man! They're like yeah. cutting people in half uh-huh. and cutting off the guy's hand, and like uh, the dude from Arrow's like, "I got this figured out." And then it like turns into like kind of like a like a a grid, um, like, like a, a web, yeah, yeah. And like they all get killed. <laughs> well, and I like it too because like you don't know with the first girl or with him if if the laser hit them or not, right? Right, because with the girl. She just kind of sits there, and then you can see the head slowly coming off her body. Yeah. And then you don't really see it, but with the other guy, like, it just becomes, like, pieces. It yeah, just kind of falls. Yeah, it falls into triangular pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the other guy tried to jump and lost his legs. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was, it was kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, so Alice and the tech guy from the commandos, they get into the room. Like, the Red Queen shows up. She's a hologram of, like, a little kid for some reason. But Which, I think they said... Bad CGI on her. Ooh. And I think they say it's because it's like, oh, it's like based on the daughter of the head programmer. Yeah, they, expand, why, they no. expanded that in the second movie. They use yeah. uh, an EMP thingy to like knock out the Red Queen. Uh, but when it's out, basically when it restarts, it opens up all the things that she had sealed. So all the zombies get out. Yeah, and she gives the warning, right? She's yeah, like, she, you do not want to do this. Well, well like, doesn't she? Isn't, I, she, this isn't is she bad? Isn't she like, you're all going to die down here? Isn't yeah, that what she says? yeah, exactly. So she so, gives the warning and they don't listen. Yeah. So all the zombies get out. They start attacking him. One of them bites immediately, like bites Michelle Rodriguez on the hand. 
and then a lot more zombies show up. I'm like, man, someone needs to tell these people they need to shoot these zombies in the head because they're shooting them everywhere except the head. Can I also say, I, I guess I mentioned this earlier, I really do not like Michelle Rodriguez. She's awful in this movie, too. She I'm just a, she has like a resting bitch face. And <laughs> just just she does, doesn't she? And and her dialogue is just so unnecessary. Like she's I don't know. I hated it. I hated her. I wish they fucking shot her in the head as soon as she got bit. But <laughs> she's not great in this movie. I'll agree with she's you. She's not. That. No, you're you're right. She's not great in this. So so a lot of zombies show up and, and they try and leave the one room and there's more zombies like Michelle Rodriguez gets bit again. One of the team members gets completely killed. Uh, so there's only like two of the commandos left. Um, and there's like a lot of zombies, like a hundred or so when they oh, open that one door. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a lot. Then that thing gets out of the cage. That, the CGI on that monster yeah, thing is rough. so Yeah, it, it is. Like it's 2000, horrible. 2002 CGI, is, you know, granted, they only had a $33 million budget, and yeah. the, you're right, the CGI is not good. But even the top movies of 2002, like if you go back and watch the first Spider-Man or Attack of the Clones, even those big block, blockbuster movies, that CGI does not look good. Yeah, like, well, it's like the... The the creature itself looks okay, but it just doesn't it doesn't blend well into the actual scene. I think is what's the most startling thing about. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple scenes throughout, like at the end of the movie, where maybe it's more of like a like a puppet or like a mask yeah, yeah. type thing, and that looks like when it's like tongue. Is they did it practically, whatever. yeah. Yeah, like that, it looks a lot better. Sure. But you're right when they go CGI on it, it's, it's not. Yeah. It's a little cartoony. So um, they're kind of trying to figure another way out. Uh, Alice gets attacked by a zombie dog, then an actual zombie. And then she like starts getting her memories back. So she remembers how to fight. And I don't know why, but I literally was cracking up when she like runs off that wall and like turns around and kicks a dog in the face. That to me was (laughs) hilarious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, It's like it's like, so does she have superpowers all of a sudden? And I don't know if that's something that gets disclosed in in the games or in the other movies. Yeah, they explain it all. Like like, she must. This is this is the beginning of what I was talking about, where the where the movies sort of lean into that ridiculousness and escalate. So, like, if you laughed at that, if you see the second movie, they ramp that up and then it just keeps getting ramped up more and more and more and gets more and more ridiculous. And it's just it's very. It's very entertaining to see because it's so ridiculous. Yeah, she's she's like a super soldier, or she starts doing like yeah. all this crazy martial art, like Neo from the Matrix type stuff. Yeah, it's like what? She, at one point, she like jumps up the wall and like, yeah, like flips it's, backward. It's, it's yeah, it's true. So okay, so this next part, I'll talk through it as best as I understand it. If I mess it up, let me know. So the guy that we think is a police guy is not actually a police guy? Question mark. He Correct. was trying to bring down the Umbrella Corporation, uh-huh. and his sister was embedded in the corporation and had a contact that was supposed to get them a sample of the virus in order to help shut down the Umbrella Corporation. But his sister got killed, obviously, when all the shit went down. And then I like how he's talking about her sister, and then she conveniently shows up in zombie form, like <laughs> right after right. he's talking about her. Yeah. Um, and then, they... yeah, because what I got out of it was he like worked for the media, right? Mm-hmm. So he was trying to yeah. disclose to the world all the bad stuff that the Umbrella Corporation's been doing. Yes, correct. Okay, 
And the okay. thing that releases the T virus, I remember that is what it is in the games, right? Yes. LBJ, the T virus. That's okay. right. So, so, and if I get it right, the T virus, what it does is it brings re- people back from the dead, essentially, because there's still energy left in your brain. Is that kind of what I got? Electrical yeah. impulses are still going on, so it's a way to kind of like restart or jumpstart a body. It like yeah, it like uh, it like um, uh. uh What's the word? Amplifies that residual electrical charge and distributes it through the body so that the, the body can move and have, like, you know, lower brain functions. Okay. However, the problem is that, like, you, if you, if you live, if you come back to life, I think they argue that you, you only have, like, your most basic impulses and right. that's to eat, which is why they're zombie, you know, exactly. eating human yep. flesh people. Okay. So they know that they basically once if they don't get out within like an hour, the blast doors are going to seal and then they'll be trapped in there. Um, they turn the Red Queen back on um, and they try and escape in these utility tunnels. And, and then this whole sequence of events in the utility tunnels, like I did not understand it because it seems like Michelle Rodriguez gets killed, but she doesn't. Then, like, I seriously thought that computer guy, whatever his name is, yeah, died. Kaplan? Like, yeah, I thought he, he was. I, I thought he twice. died like four different times in this movie because yeah. I seriously thought he was dead. And then he's like not dead. Um, but then, like, <laughs> I, seemed- I, I'm just looking in my notes of a craft I wrote Kaplan. Oh, he's dead. Oh, maybe not. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah but that he are, still wasn't dead yet. Right. These are my notes. Wait, how did Michelle Rodriguez survive that? See a computer, dude. Oh, I guess he's not dead either. What the fuck? <laughs> man, man, these zombies suck. How did they not bite that dude? And then now see a computer guy, I think. <laughs> yeah. But you like they, they end up like they're they escape the zombies by climbing on the top of some pipes down there. But then like the pipe falls and the computer guy gets left behind and you think he's dead, but And, and I'm confused at this point too, because doesn't the Red Queen that the AI go back and tell them like once you're infected like there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, I know that they find that there's like the green cure later, but that's well, not that's until a- much later. So I feel like why why are they still carrying around Michelle Rodriguez and the <clears throat> other guy when at that time they're pretty much being told there's no antidote or antivirus. I think it's just because um, in that moment she can help them. Like she knows she's going to die. So she can at least get them as far as she can get them. And then, okay. you know, kind of they'll kill her from there. Because, yeah, because then right about this point, uh, Alice Mila Jovovich has like a weird flashback where she remembers them giving like the T-virus to a rabbit, to a bunny. And then she remembers yeah. that there's a cure, like an anti. She's like, oh, green is like the cure. So she remembers the cure. So she's like, hey, let's go to the lab, get the cure. They go to the lab. They can't find the stuff, and that's when they find out that her fake husband, the guy that LPJ loves from uh, Spence. Spence. No, not, not me. The, the guy my wife loves from all the um, stuff that she watches. That he was the guy at the beginning of the movie that stole the virus and actually let the virus loose. Right. And he was trying to get out of the hive, but he almost made it, but then like he got hit by the nerve gas when he was in the train, and that's why they found him in the train. Right. right. Yeah, they show the scene where he hits the guy and spills the coffee all over him because that's kind of how the movie started. Yeah. 
that goes back to yeah how that worked out I, and i also like so like he's there kind of like monologuing about all the stuff and i like how that like in that room like right when things seem like they're going bad that zombie conveniently like shows up and bites him or attacks him at uh-huh. least yeah. like right at the right moment um he get, gets free without getting bit like the zombies in this movie i feel like they attack a lot of people but somehow don't bite people that much which is kind of funny because it's like they're like stormtroopers they don't have good aim or in this case they can't bite very well <laughs> so um the, the dude gets out and he locks him in the lab uh, he's trying to go and get uh he's trying to take the cure because he did he actually did get bit sorry he yeah did he get got bit, bit like in the neck and he's trying to take the cure and then the terrible looking cgi monster they're called liquors did they bring that up in the movie no but that's just what they're called in the game they're called liquors okay they're called liquors they're called liquors yeah okay so the liquor got that tongue (laughs) right so the liquor uh kills the dude before he can take the cure fucking mutilates him oh yeah so they're they're stuck in the room they're trying to get out. Uh, they, they're asking the Red Queen to let them out, but she won't let them out because uh, she's like, well, you got to kill Michelle Rodriguez because she's infected and they won't do it. Uh, but then this is when I get so fucking confused because the computer guy is somehow not dead. He shows back up and he uses the thing to like fry the Red Queen and get them out of the... But I'm like, that guy should have been what? dead like four times right? over. Like, how did he survive that room where there were like a hundred zombies like climbing up to him? Because he could barely walk, but somehow he made it. Yeah, and, and we'll never know because it all happened off camera. Yes, it's true. <laughs> Correct. So, so they get out of the room. They get on the train. They give him... <laughs> this is so stupid. They give him and Michelle Rodriguez the antivirus, and it works, mm-hmm. right? Then that guy immediately dies for like the fifth time in this movie because yeah. the yep. liquor as... Uh, LBJ has told us, which by the way, there's like a weird thing too where they tell us we're like, oh, well, if it kills someone, it takes its DNA and it gets stronger or something. Yeah, yeah like, like isn't mutates. That, isn't that part of it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because the reporter, he gets slashed by the liquor. That's right. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Yes. So. Well, it, it, but it's funny because it's literally like they give that guy the cure and it's like, all right, it works. And then like a second later, like the liquor shows up and kills him and like rips him out of the train. But um, then it didn't work for Michelle Rodriguez, right? She was too she, far gone. She, she t- yeah, right? She took yeah. it, and then she, like, died or fell asleep or something well, weird. Was, you have to do it early And then enough. she woke up okay, and then 30 seconds later, she became a zombie. I was confused, too, because it seemed like she was okay, and then it seemed like the liquor's tongue hit her, and she was a zombie. I couldn't, fi- I couldn't understand that chain of events. Yeah, I was a little confused. Yeah, um, I, I I think LPJ is probably right. Like she must have been too far gone at that. that point. That's what I think, at least. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the uh, reporter, fake cop guy, shoots Michelle Rodriguez, Rodriguez in the head. She falls backwards, opens up the floor of the train. The CGI monster, the liquor, gets killed. Uh, gets they make killed a- by just like getting lit on fire or just like the friction of the train. No, it's uh, it's like a it's like a subway system. So the third rail is electrified. Oh, okay. Right. I thought maybe it was just the rubbing against the rail. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. So, um, so they make it back to the mansion, but then like all these guys in hazmat suits show up. They take away the dude because he got like, like you said, scratched. She, he's got the big opening wound, and there's like weird shit going on with the wound. And they like knock her out. She wakes up in a lab. She's naked again for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, just and she's just in- to make all the video game 
boy, men, weird people be like, yeah, naked boobs. I, mean, I enjoyed it. And she was, <laughs> so she, she's in like a hospital. Case in point. She's in She's in a hospital in Raccoon City. She gets out. She walks like the streets are all like trash and all the vehicles are crash and everything. And she pulls like a shotgun out of a cop car and they pull back and you see the whole city is completely just gone. Like all the virus got loose and she like cocks the shotgun and that's the end of the movie. And what's cool about that last scene is when they pull back and they show it, that's basically like the opening to the second game. Like that layout with the with the burning bus and that kind of... Yeah. That's exactly how the second game, the game. starts. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and, I, um, and I I remember they mentioned the guy that got slashed. They said that he was going to be part of the Nemesis program. Uh-huh. Now, is that one of the sequels or That's is the that third one. third game? That's right? the third, third game. game, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. But does does the second movie in this LPJ pick up like right after this one? Exactly right after. And um, it introduces a lot of the characters from the games. Um, and it explains a lot more of kind of what this movie is very much kind of like a prequel to the actual events of the the movie series after that. Like, it's kind of weird the way they did it because um, like the second movie keep... really picks up everything. How did they make so many of them? It's like, I don't know how to describe it. They're not, they weren't expensive to make and they played well overseas. So... Don't they? Did they, did I read that they bring Michelle Rodriguez back somehow? In yeah, they bring her. They bring her back as a clone, um, which they do the same thing. There's a whole angle with different clones and stuff. So Alice gets cloned a bunch of times um, in the other movies, and you find out other things about her that. I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you if you want to see it. All right, spoilers. Uh, so she's actually like. Uh, oh, you know what? The- no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. No, I, I don't want you to spoil. Okay, it. I won't spoil. I'll, I'll, I, I'm going to admit. I, I'll just throw it out right now. I really liked this movie. I don't know why. Right, exactly. Why. Right? It's like one of those but weird things. I really want to watch the rest of them, and I want to play the video games after watching this today. It's a weird thing. Uh, like, <laughs> that, I don't know. I don't. Cannot explain ex- it. I cannot explain it either. I'm right with you. All right, so we'll save it for our, for our, yeah. for our ratings. But you're not wrong. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, you both might be wrong. Maybe you're <laughs> right. Be, we both might. Let's be just wrong. be clear. Um, do you have some role reversals for this? I do. Uh, just a couple. Um, so originally, uh, the role of Matt, so the reporter guy, was going to be David Boreanaz, but he decided to uh, not take the role so he could finish filling uh, whatever season of Angel he was on. Okay. And then the role was originally offered for Alice, was originally offered to Sarah Michelle Geller, uh, who turned it down due to the violence and nudity that was in it. Uh, same thing with Gwyneth Paltrow. She declined as well. Um, and uh, can you imagine, Joe, if it was Sarah Michelle Geller and David Boreanaz in this? That would <laughs> be, be so dumb. It'd be like, be it'd be like watching be uh, so Buffy. Stupid. Yeah. It would be really weird. Like I can't even imagine what this what the movie would have been. It would have been like a like a CW movie. Yeah, it would have never been hit. I mean, not that it took itself that seriously, but there's no way there'd be any seriousness to it because you would just associate those two actors with with each the other. TV shows. Yeah, yeah, with each other. Yeah, but that's that's They'd all I can find as far as role reversals go. But yeah, that would be like that blew my mind when I read that both of them were potentially going to be in the movie. That was that was crazy to me. 
Um, let's see. But yeah, the 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 movie is kind of the next one picks up right after this, and then they all pick up pretty much. It's all essentially one big giant movie. Um, and they go to different locations, and it gets more and more crazy. But none of them were terribly expensive to make, and they all made a bunch of money overseas, uh, as well as obviously here it made a decent amount of money. Um, plus, I think it was subsidized by Capcom, some of it. So Capcom picked up the tab on a lot of the mo- movies, so it they were kind of cash cows. Like, they were just going to make move money no matter what. They didn't have to advertise a lot for them because they sort of had this cult following, especially after, like, the third one came out. So they just kept like cranking them out. It's it's like I was a, gonna say I, I'm sure the movies help game sales, and then the game sure. helps the movie sales. And it's a lot just, like you know the Friday the Thirteenth movies. They weren't expensive. They weren't great movies, but they just had this kind of thing, this cult following that people just went and saw them. And that's a lot of what this was. It reminded me a lot of the old '80s kind of slasher films. Well, and it's still like I mean not continuation of this particular series but just the resident evil in general is still a, i mean like like you said they're oh. still making the games i think there was another separate like new re- yeah. relaunch of the a franchise reboot. movie that came out there's a netflix series coming out like live action series i think there was an animated like movie yeah. that came out on netflix so it's still a very popular franchise that they're still doing things with to this day so yeah it's a big deal it's a big deal yeah um <laughs> I, I have so I well okay I, I have some stuff after I'd like to kind of talk about the the movies we watch for video game month as a whole but obviously that should come kind of after we talk yeah. about the uh, our rating. All right, let's month, do the rating so. for this. All right, uh, how do we want to handle this? Who wants to go first? Obviously, Sphinx and I have tipped our hand a bit. I think I should go first because okay. I, I think I'm I'm a little off from you guys. Sure. Um, I didn't hate this movie. Um, it, it was fine. Uh, I, I definitely don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys. Um, uh, and the curve of movies we watched, which I'll get into a little bit after this, obviously it was a, a lot better. But still, overall, I mean, it's not really a movie I think I'd want to watch again. Uh, I, I thought this, the CGI, that, that monster was very distracting me because the CGI was so bad on it. I, I don't know. It was fine. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I'm going to give it two and a half machine guns. Okay. I'll, I'll go next because I, I did, you know, say a lot. I I did. I really liked this movie. Um, I liked how throughout the entire movie... It was also like you're trying to figure everything out, right? The movie didn't start off with giving you what was happening with all the characters in the film. Like you had to keep watching to figure out and see Alice get back her memory and to figure out that Spence was the bad guy and they brought all that back together. And I, I kind of liked the backstory behind the T-virus and the hive and the business and the fact that, again, like I said before, like nothing would surprise me if some creepy-ass shit like this was happening in real life. Um, I, I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought the action scenes were good. Um, this may have been a movie four or five years ago. I'd say I hated. But as I continued to get into horror movies and watch more and more of them, this is like a good horror flick, you know? Um, and with the CGI, like Covercraft Joe, you're right. The CGI is awful, but at least it's like barely there. 
Like, I feel like it's like two to three minutes of film time. Like, it's I mean, not I, enough I don't, to it's upset not a, it's, me. Not, it's not a ton of screen time, but it's such a featured thing in the movie that it was... I, that, I think that's what, yeah, I mean, it's not, enough. I mean, like, uh, you know, I think that was the problem was it's such a big deal, big part of the movie that it was very distracting to me. But, you know, I, I, I get it. No, yeah, relatively short. It was like 90 minutes, 100 minutes, something like that. Um, I thought it was fun. I really liked it. And it, it has piqued my interest. Like I said, I want to actually continue watching the movies. And I think I am going to finally play those games that I have saved on my PS4. I, I am intrigued. Uh, I, I want to know more. So I will say, though, like, objectively, it's probably not great. Um, so I'll give it three and a half machine guns. I'm going to put it. Yeah. Um, obviously, I'm the one who kind of brought this up, bringing this movie. Um, you're right. There's, It's kind of inexplicable why I thoroughly enjoy this movie as much as I do. It's kind of dumb. Like, objectively, I shouldn't like this movie all that much, but I just do. I really appreciate... Yeah. I appreciate the 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 ridiculous of it, ridiculousness ridiculousness of it, and um, and it just ramps up like all the stuff I love about how dumb the Fast and Furious movies have gotten, and how over the top they are is the same reason why I like the series because it does the same thing, and the CGI does get a lot better. Obviously, um, the acting doesn't really get any better. Um, but it doesn't get any worse. They just keep adding new characters to it and decent actors. You know, Allie Larder's in it. She's she's a decent actor. Oded Fair comes in it, comes in the next movie. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of people that sort of show up in this, character actor-wise, that are good later on in the series. Uh, this is very much kind of like, I don't know, this movie's sort of middle of the road compared to the other ones um, in, in as far, insofar as like my enjoyment of it. Uh, I'm going to go, I, I, I'm going to go, f- I'll go three and a half machine guns also only because I think some of the other ones are a little bit better. Um, and this is sort of a good starting point. Like it just keeps ramping up from here. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a, it's definitely worth a watch three and a half machine guns for this. Yeah. All right. Um, what I wanted to ask, um, LBJ, and I have a feeling I know, I mean, Sphinx, you can't really answer this because you weren't on this last episode, but how would you rank the four movies in order that we watch for uh, Video Game Month? Uh, well, this is one. <laughs> um, this is the best one. Um, then I'd go... Hold on. So we did... What did we do? We did Double Dragon, Mario, this, and... Um, Street Fighter. Street Fighter. I'd go, I'd go this one... Street Fighter, Double Dragon, Mario. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's it, it, Mario's the word. Yeah, yeah, Mario. <laughs> yeah, Double Dragon, just by a hair, because that movie. Yeah, strong. they're both bad, but yeah. Street Fighter and this one, which is funny. It, it really shows the quality of the movies that the second best one we watched is Street Fighter. Yeah, I was gonna say I think I gave Street Fighter like one machine gun or one and a half. So well, yeah. that'll tell you what. Like you- I- <laughs> That'll tell you what you missed out on. But uh, overall, though, I had to say that the, as bad as these movies are, I'm glad that we watched them. Uh, it, it, like I said, I've only seen one of the four movies we watched before this. So, um, but I, I think this was fun. It was fun having the Legend of Retro guys on. Oh, uh, definitely. So maybe. So, and I know it's already kind of been on the Discord. But throw throw some movies out you think we should cover for next 
video game movie month. I mean, they got to be better than the ones we covered. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can already think of some. We got to do Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Right? Yeah, maybe, maybe Assassin's Creed. Assassin's maybe? Creed. Uh, Prince of Persia. Uncharted. 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 Sonic. The Sonic, Sonic movie? Sonic, for sure, yeah. Maybe yeah. the Silent Hill movie. It's not really an action movie, but um, the Silent Hill movie. Um didn't Jake Joan Hall do Prince of Persia or yeah, something? Yeah, so just yeah, is yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. I missed it. Yeah, yeah Prince uh, of Persia. Max Max Payne, Max with, Payne, uh... Doom. We can oh, do Doom. Doom with the Rock. Oh, yeah, I've Doom. I've been looking for an excuse to watch Doom. I've never seen it, but I know it's got the Rock and Car- Car- Carl, Carl Urban. Yeah. It, so what were the other video game movies this guy did? The Paul Anders, Paul W S Anderson. Mortal Kombat, Monster Hunter. Mortal Kombat. Uh, oh, I'll Monster Hunter. What oh, else? Dead or Alive is Dead, that a fighting DOA, game? Yeah, Dead or Alive. Um. Yeah, there's a bunch. There's a there's a, there's a bunch. we could do uh uh the Legend of Chun Li. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's terrible. Uh, yeah, but there's a lot. There's a lot of video game movies. I I think we could have done the Wizard. That's technically a video game movie. Um, I think we picked a lot of the like a lot of the fan favorite cla- cult classics that people wanted to see wanted to hear about um but are definitely not uh, not representative of good movies um what is that 80s movie that is a video game the hell it's famous tron well there is tron but no it's another one like it maybe matthew broderick war games or something like that you're talking about war games are you talking about flight of the the, air uh um oh last Starfighter. starfighter Last, Last Starfighter, Star I think, is what I'm thinking. Oh, the yeah. Last Starfighter. The premise of that is that like they, there's a video game in this trailer park, and the guy's really good at it. But it ends up it's like a recruiting thing, and they come down and they want him to fight in this war in space because he's so good at the video game. Yeah, like there's even those type of movies, like Ready Player One, more recently. Yeah. Like those. That's a good movie. I like that movie. The, I just yeah. watched that recently, actually, for the first time. I've never seen it. So, so yeah. So, I mean, again, like I said, we'll, we'll definitely do this again at some point. I think it's fun. I like I, – I, I don't know. Personally, I like the theme months. I think it's fun. Yeah. Um, so so let us know, you know, down the road what, what video game movies you'd like to see. And we, got a, we got a new theme month coming up next month. We should probably talk about that. It's true. Next month, uh, we are, we're, we're getting into uh, the, the summer. Uh, so we're doing a summer blockbuster month. So we're gonna we're gonna cover some. It, it was a little tricky because there's a lot of summer blockbusters we've already talked about, <laughs> but we found some, and we're we're gonna do a whole month of them as we get into July here. I think it's gonna be uh, a lot of fun. I'd say you know we've got really two of the quintessential summer blockbuster movies in this month, and then That's two true. that are kind of. Um, they're definitely summer blockbusters, but they're not necessarily synonymous with summer blockbuster. But they definitely are summer blockbusters. True, 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 true. So yeah, so that's that's coming up next, and it, it's going to be fun. And as we kind of started said at the beginning of video game movie month, we are barreling into episode two hundred here. So like, yeah, we get out of video, we get out of summer blockbuster month, and we are basically at episode two hundred, which is crazy to think about, but. Um, yeah, actually, there's going to be a summer blockbuster month will end. We'll have episode 199 and then 200. So, yeah, so that's that's crazy. So, but uh, yeah, lot, still a lot of fun stuff playing for the summer for the uh, old Last Action Podcast. So, yep. Sweet. Uh, anything you guys want to uh, plug? 
Anything like you know, personal you want to plug? Favorite favorite restaurant, comic book store, anything? No, I did just spend vacation up uh, up north in Michigan, and we went to Shorts twice because I love that place so much. Nice, got myself some good Shorts beer. Good, good for you. Do you want to? So you're gonna plug Shorts? Yeah, I'll plug Shorts. I had a hat too. I took the hat off because. Well, it's a podcast. No one would be able to see it. Home, and it's a podcast. It's a podcast. uh, It's fine. So, yeah. Well, it's late. I got a a growler and a A couple six packs. A growler. Growler. Okay. Yeah, it it sounded like you said growler. It did sound like you said said growler. I got a growler. I got a grover. I got a Muppet named Grover. I got got a grover. I filled them with beer. And then I'm (laughs) going to milk them later and get all that beer out. (laughs) Ew. That's that terrible. What? It's, what? Yeah. It's what is late. happening? It's late, God, guys. Jesus He's late. Why are we milking Grover? <laughs> to, get, to get beer. Fuck. It is, it is late, though. Normally he says that no. and it's a lie, but. Drinking beer doesn't get something to get milked. That still doesn't make sense. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this got weird. <laughs> yeah, anyway, check uh, us out on gamesillapedia.com. <laughs> if you want to uh, you know, chat with us for some reason, you can join our Discord. Yeah, if you want to chat about milking Jim Henson Muppets, I guess reach out to LPJ. Hey, if it gets people it stops people from sending me feet picture, then I'm all on board. <laughs> yeah, but keep sending him the ball pictures. He loves ball sacks. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. Definitely send them ball sack pictures. Preferably, like, if you can combine feet and ball sacks, he'd be so into that. Are we done? Yeah, we probably should have ended this three minutes ago. Okay, well, this episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But we'll be back. Milking Grover. <laughs> <laughs>